Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Microcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. With me today is Derek Brown. And news never stops, and neither does Fantasy Pros, because we have a lot of injury news that just broke over the last 24 hours. We've got to get to because it affects your waiver wire. It affects your fantasy season. It affects a whole lot of players. So we're going to break it down for you real quick. The biggest news, Justin Jefferson going to the IR with that hamstring injury. And Derek Brown, there's no winners here in the sense because if you drafted Justin Jefferson one overall, like a lot of people did, certainly this is kind of a death knell for your season in some ways because there's no replacing Justin Jefferson. That being said, we are in a situation with the Minnesota Vikings where there could be an eventual sell-off of some pieces here. My instincts tell me that the initial winner isn't Jordan Addison. The initial winner probably isn't even KJ Osborne because they don't have yep. a lot of receiver depth here coming from this team from the uh, other pieces. Like Nikhil Harry's not a piece I'm really excited about. You know what I'm saying from the practice squad? <laughs> but mm-hmm. TJ Hawkinson's targets can only continue to go up. That to me is the short-term winner. Everybody else is kind of a loser because when you take that player off the field, bad things happen. But Do you think that Addison could emerge here as more of a target threat and get more opportunities here in the absence of Jefferson? Now the Minnesota Vikings are cornered, Joe. Now they have no choice. Now they have to play Jordan Addison in a full-time role. He's going to run routes on 80 to 90% of dropbacks. We had not seen that. I moved up Jordan Addison in my rest of season rankings to wide receiver 24. Um, And... And I think it's right, man. I think it's, he should be wedged right in between Nico Collins and Michael Pittman. I think he's looking at a 20 to 22 at least percent target share on a weekly basis as a full-time guy. I'm with you. For me, if you could take Addison or Hawkinson and upgrade, trade them off, move them for other pieces and leagues, I'm kind of with that, man, because I think that, one, the FOMO is going to be real, and two... <laughs> This this could be the first domino to drop. Like, what is the Vikings' incentive for the rest of the season to win any games? None. None at right. all. Like, could Kirk Cousins get traded? I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. If that happens, this entire offense tanks, and this team goes into full tank mode. And so, while I have these rankings on Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson, and I did move up TJ Hawkinson. This might be a hot take for people, but, I mean, tell me where I'm wrong, Joey. TJ Hawkinson is in rest of season ranks. I have him as the tight end one right now. No, he is and with the Kelsey injury. But this is what yes, I was saying in, in July and August. This is it. I was like, they showed you who they were when Hawkinson yes. showed up to Minnesota. He was a target monster, even with Justin Jefferson. So yep. there was nothing but good things to come for TJ Hawkinson. And he was going as the fourth or sometimes even sixth or seventh. He was going after Darren Waller in some of those drafts later in the year. So, uh, look, I think in deeper leagues, you can add KJ Osborne. The one thing about Osborne Man. is he catches every he catches everything you throw at him. That's the one thing in the full point PPR leagues. If they're going to try to utilize him a little bit more in the offense because he's more familiar with the offense. I think a deeper league, you can add KJ Osborne, but make no mistake about it. This Justin Jefferson injury is a huge, huge factor here for a lot of teams that now are going to be scrambling because there's no replacing that kind of productivity. I think KJ Osborne, any money that you're even contemplating using on him, you just lump that on top of uh, any other players that you're thinking about. Lump that on top of question for you. Now Mm -hmm. is Addison become, you know, if you, if you don't love Osborne, is this an interesting time if you have depth and you have Addison on your roster? Do you put him on the trade block and see if somebody oh, overpays for him? Immediately. Okay. You put him on the trade block faster than you can even listen to the rest of this podcast, man. Like, that's my this, instinct, too. That's uh, exactly the move that, that I think there. you need to be making. And and my point with Osborne is 
He's never been a target earner. He's not going to be a target earner. The, his role in this offense, it's not like this, this injury bumps him up to being a full-time player. He's been that all season, and we know who K.J. Osborne is, though, man. No, but last year when Adam Thielen had injuries, K.J. Osborne, you know, before the Addison arrival and before the T.J. Hawkinson arrival, Osborne had some seven of nine for, you know, 76-yard kind of a game. Like, that's the kind of game he can have. I'm not saying he's great. I'm saying in PPR, he might be able to get you double digits here, and that's something that's useful Maybe. in those deeper leagues. I mean, now, another guy that's I, – I, I, it's a microcast. If you want to hear more about it, join <laughs> us on Tuesday's live stream on the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel, of course, at 3 p.m. Eastern. However, uh, we were also uh, hit with the news of Devon Achan, who we were all mm-hmm. celebrating on Sunday. Well, it looks Man. like he's going to go – uh, on the injured list as well for a few weeks. Now, El Jefe, once again, you just can't stop him. He's your boy. Mm-hmm. He's out there in a lot of leagues. That stock has to go up this week too, don't you imagine? Oh, I, I firmly agree. Um, I've got Raheem Mostert. Um, I probably need to bump him up considering with Devon Achan's news. Uh, Raheem Mostert is going up to RB17 rest of season ranks. I'm going to push Jeff Wilson, El Jefe, my guy, up to RB, I think any you can make a case for Jeff Wilson starting anywhere for, like starting at the RB low end RB two conversation to the high end RB three conversation. If Achan is out, and right now we're projecting okay, maybe an IR stint, few weeks. We still don't know, Joe. Like this could be season ending. We have no clue. So as of recording this. Yes, I think that, and we've seen enough out of this Miami backfield. They could support two different guys. This offense is so consolidated and condensed that it's it's legit. It's Tyreek, it's Jalen Waddle, it's the two backs. That's it. So if A-Chan's taken out of the mix, yeah, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, both these guys should be top 28, top 30 running backs on a weekly basis. I do give the nod to Raheem Mostert only because I think that he is going to be the guy that runs routes over uh, Jeff Wilson, but... Both these guys have massive touchdown equity. You need to be picking them up. I, I We've been squirreling around and moving uh, waiver wire ranks uh, to adjust to all this news. And so just to everybody out there, I have Jeff Wilson as my number two overall pickup behind only wow. the guy that we are going to discuss next. And I mean, for all the parts and reasons, like why, why would he not be, Joe? Well... On yesterday's waiver wire show, which again everyone go back and watch because uh, we we were ahead of the curve on this one because yep, we sure were. as we were recording it we were saying hey you know I know everyone's talking about James Conner being okay uh, you know that he you know shake it off rub some beer in it rub some dirt in it but if you follow James Conner over the years you know that's probably not going to be the case and Amari Demarcado now is lined up because of James Conner looking like he is going to miss not one but multiple weeks. This is another piece that goes to the top of that running back board. So if you are missing running backs this week, not only is Roshan Johnson, Amari DiMarcado, Taji Spears, Juba Hubbard, I mean, all these guys are, you know, somewhere 40% rostered and under. Uh, and then, you know, adding Jeff Wilson to that mix as well, who's around 28%. There's a lot of opportunity for some additions of running backs for those of you who are hurting or especially with buys this week going on. So Debro, all of a sudden the DeMarcado calculus has changed a little bit now because yesterday the conversation was, all right, let's be in that seven to 8% range. Let's be slightly more aggressive because we're going to wait for the news to drop. The news has dropped. Now what? Because we could be looking at several weeks here of DeMarcado possibly being that lead guy. And I also want to get your take on, um, Keontae Ingram too, just in case people are wondering about, is that a guy they should add to? 
You could add Keontae Ingram in deeper leagues. I'm not against that. Uh, there is a sliver of possibility that he could factor into this backfield. I, I, I'm just not an Ingram fan because, we, again, we know who he is. At this point, we have a 38-carry sample size in the NFL, and Keontae Ingram has not been good. His PFF rushing grades are nothing that you want to look at. His yards after contact per attempt is an abysmal 1.8. So considering... All those things. We know who Keontae Ingram is. And this all leads me back to the Mercado, a guy that we talked about on the waiver wire podcast, Joe. I mean, he, he's got juice, man. He's got mm-hmm. prototypical size. He's got four, four speed. He can play in the passing game. We've already seen all these things. His final season at TCU, 3.9 yards of contact per attempt should hop off the page. If you're looking at his stats. So this is a guy that we talked about. There is a, there is a, um, an alleyway of being aggressive with this. Now that just got pumped up to 11, dude. Now we're mm-hmm. the aggressive approach for Dean Mercado before the clarity of the James Conner news was 12 to 14, 15%. Now you're looking at a player that now that math has changed. Now the equation, maybe it spits out 20%, 25%. And for everybody thinking, okay, that sounds really aggressive and Ingram and all. In- again, we know who Ingram is. We want a guy that could step forward in this backfield. James Conner has been no picture of health in his NFL career. Now he's out. We don't know for how long. I'm not going to tell you that it's not season ending. And I'm not going to tell you that the Arizona Cardinals couldn't roll uh, with Mercado over Conner. Because the thing about it is, the Arizona Cardinals know they are not winning anything, anything this year. Right. Dean Mercado can be that guy. Right. Yes. You might as well start evaluating what you have on the roster. And I think that's a big process. If he could be that guy now... He could be yeah. that guy next year. That and it saves you a draft pick. Outside. Exactly. Right. And it and saves you draft capital leagues, at some point. Yeah. In Dynasty Leagues, we haven't even talked about that, but I do want to get this in here. If there's any place that you need to be getting even more aggressive, it's in Dynasty Leagues. Because what if this guy, you, you pay half your fab in a Dynasty League, and he walks into the starter's role next year. You, I mean, fine. Keep him. Trade him. You just made money. This is how we win in Dynasty. I like it. I'm in. Let's go. Uh, also, Connor hasn't gone on the IR yet, but Adam Schefter is saying it's a possibility. So stay up to date with everything here at Fantasy Pros. Make sure that you are uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel. You can hit us up in the live stream at 3 o'clock on Tuesday. We're also there Thursday as well, 3 p.m. Eastern, to take all your questions. Make sure you download my playbook. Stay on top of all the news. Use the Fantasy Pros app as well. Help us help you. Get to those fantasy championships because that's what we're here for. We love football. We love fantasy football. We love you. We want to do this all together here. So great insights, D-Bro. Thanks for hanging out with us today in this little microcast, trying to get some information out there to the people. Of course, this is going to be a long season, folks. So make sure you hang with us and be with us for every bit of it because we're going to be here for you. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Derek Brown, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.